Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. All the way on the ones and twos there from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been fun reacting to Arkansas's big victory over Vermont yesterday and moving on to the round of 32 facing off against New Mexico State. And we're going to talk about that and a lot more as we go to the phone lines and welcome in our guy, Steve Sullivan. Bo Whittle! Bo! Bo! He's a Friday night touchdown star all the way to the end zone to make it 20-6. Steve Sullivan on Out of Bounds is brought to you by Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. It's Double B's. Steve Sullivan of KATV, what is going on, my man? I want to know if you're a fan of the Buffalo Sabres yet. <laughs> you know, if uh, if I had more time to be able to go to like some of the sporting events and stuff, it'd be uh, I probably could turn it into one because I don't really have a, a hockey team or anything like that to root for very much. But hey, if they gave me some free stuff and I can let me go hang out over there, I'm sure I could be a big fan. Now talk to Musk, just post some pictures of you in uh, goalie's gear, and uh, he'll, be, he'll be contacting you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm hoping for. It's what I'm going for, so maybe that'll happen. But uh, here's the thing, though. It's all sunshine and rainbows and smiles, Sully, whenever you're coming off of a win. But what a hard-fought game for Arkansas. You know, Vermont was really well-coached, well-prepared, uh, a, a really formidable opponent that Arkansas faced. But at the end of the day, Arkansas made the clutch plays down the stretch to get the victory. It's, it's kind of like the season is gone. You know, a lot of those games when we won, I never felt like we were the better team or much better team during the season when we won those games at the end of Bud Walton. But we did win those games. And, and, and that was the case again last night. And I think, you know, Coach made a good point, Becker, after the game, too. They were playing a level up. And at the end of the game, you started to see they fouled a little more. The rebounds were going our way. And uh, I think the pedigree started to show right at the end there. And, you know, when they spread the court out and had J.D. on the other side, and they really had no answer for that. Well, Sully, what were you impressed with last night? Uh, you had a lot of players that played quality minutes. J.D. Note, he's our guy that we, we know he can score at will. He probably played the least amount of minutes of uh, the starters. And then Devo Davis playing some big minutes, coming in at 36 minutes. You know, I love that we're at the point in their relationship that you can sit an All-American down three minutes into the game and tell him, do it my way. And J.D. never pouts. He, there's never any cross-eye at, at must. And then he sat, what, nine minutes later with two fouls. And uh, Devo and Amude kept him in the game in the first half. And Amude is, without a doubt, our best offensive player right now. The guy never takes a bad shot. Never takes a bad shot. He's our most reliable three-point shooter. Um, I, I think if you're the other team, that's who you're shading right now for Arkansas is Amude. And uh, and he was so clutch. It seemed like every three a Mude hit was a big three. And Devo, hey, Devo's Mr. March. I mean, he not, may not show up in February and January, but come March, this guy, <laughs> this guy plays his best ball, and he was so good last night. You know he's always going to defend. And, uh, yeah, I think that awkward move that turned into a three-point play kind of set him going in the right direction. And, uh 
Uh, he really kept him. Him and Amude, you know, I, it's always a good sign when J.D. goes out and the other team does not make up much ground. And Likes at the end of the half, that end of the half where Amude hit the three and then Likes forced the foul and hit the two free throws and, and the lead was seven. And I didn't really feel like we, we outplayed them by seven in that first half. But we, we needed that cushion because they went on that 12-0 run. But, uh, hey, it's truly a team. When you, when you look at the guys that contributed last night, everyone who went on the floor last night contributed. Do we need to, uh, do we need to get more involved with, uh, Stanley Amude? I mean, the, the, the guy is just, like last night, I know that Note went through struggles. He had a great second half. But, uh, if I'm, if I'm looking at it from the perspective of, you know, what you need to do offensively moving forward, it seems like Stanley Amude is your best overall threat. Yeah, I, I say that without a doubt, but they're going to start shading him a bit, though. I think, you know, and that may open up some other people. And uh, it just makes the offense better because I, I thought Jalen was a little out of sync last night. Even though he finished with great, <laughs> he competes uh, 13 points, 11 boards, but I just felt he was a little out of sync. And, and he had a really tough matchup. That kid could shoot the three. The Davis guy, oh, my God. <laughs> For Vermont, I mean, that three ball from way out. And, um, uh, you know, you, you, in a game like that, you almost feel like uh, the first five or ten minutes, you're going to get a feel whether this team belongs on the court with you. And after five or ten, five or ten minutes, I said, oh, my God, <laughs> these guys are for real. I mean, this was a really good Vermont team that Arkansas beat last night. And they played well. I thought both teams really played very well last night. They didn't turn it over much. It was some good offense, and you know, and Arkansas beat them up as much as they could. And uh, I thought it was a really good tournament game last night. Not only Ryan Davis, but Ben Shungu, and we heard a lot about both those guys going into the game. He really showed up big, and they also had uh, another player, Justin Mazula, that we didn't hear a lot about, and he contributed. So overall, they did play a good game, but where they lost the game, Sully is. Arkansas, of course, defended well at times, but uh, Vermont, they struggled from the free throw line, and that kind of made the difference in the game. Arkansas shot well, and Vermont, on the other hand, struggled. I wonder, too, if if fatigue comes into that, too, late in the game, where, you know, the athletes of Arkansas wear it on them, and when they get to the free throw line, maybe they're not as good from the line as they would be normally, but, you know, that's one thing Arkansas has done. They get to the free throw a lot, and they shoot free throws well. And, you know, and who better to close out the game when you're up two than Note at the free throw line? In his second half, he had four layups, a three-pointer, and six free throws, 17 points. And, boy, we needed all 17 of those points. And um, just credit to him because so many All-Americans or the, the, the man on the team, if you pulled them, you know, two and a half minutes into an NCAA tournament game, they'd be pouting on the sideline. You know, or they'd be, it just wouldn't be a good scene. And Note, to his credit, that cat just goes on. He, he you don't even notice him when he when he just he sits down and so be it. And then he gets back out there, and uh, it's good to see your best player at his best in that second half when you needed him last night. And um, I was just really impressed with the with the half Note had, and uh, I just thought it was a great game. I thought Vermont played well. That's a really good team. They would have beat a lot of teams last night. And I really thought Arkansas, they didn't shoot it extremely well. Note one of seven from three-point range, but they shot it well enough. And um, it, was, it was just a fun game to watch. And 
Thank God that ball went off the back of his hand because I don't think my heart could have stood watching them inbound it down two <laughs> with, with, with nine seconds to go. Yeah, I don't think many Razorback fans would have been able to handle that, Sully, for sure. And, uh, you know, there, I don't ever want to talk about and make excuses or anything like that, but what did you make of the officiating? Because it felt like at least there and when I was there watching the game, they called the game so differently from the first half to the second half. It seemed like it almost changed. Did you what, did you notice that at all? Did you have any issue with the way the game was called at all? Well, you know, uh, it, 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 it's it's hard to say. I mean, it's uh, you know, you look at, at at certain calls, you can look at and say, you know, I thought like at the end of the game, I thought Note was fouled before he got uh, before the ball went off his face or whatever. And uh, in a call like that, that's crucial to the game. And I thought Devo got away with a travel on his, you know, his uh, his four point play. You know, the one thing about him, he's such a long strider and such a different player that I think officials have a hard time <laughs> officiating him. You know, those moves, they don't look right, but they probably are right. And, um, you know, I didn't like, I don't like when the fouls just pile up, pile up on everyone. Like, you got guys on both teams with four fouls, and, you know, and the stars are out of the game. I don't wish they go to six fouls. You know, I, I, I just hate to see an NCAA game decided by backups, you know, and um, I thought there was just a lot of fouls called in the second half. And, and um, it'll be interesting to see with uh, New Mexico State. Uh, one thing I want to ask you, John, you were at the game. There's always the talk that the underdog is going to, you know, carry the day with the fans. What was it like in there last night when, when you know, when Connecticut made a run and when Arkansas fought back? Was, there, was it a decided pro-Vermont uh, crowd or was it, uh, you know, 50-50, what, what would you say it was? Well, I would say that uh, there was a lot more Vermont people there, obviously, than Arkansas fans, and they had their whole section filled. But I would say that, like, besides Arkansas fans and the Vermont fans, it was all just Buffalo residents, and I think everybody, the majority was rooting for Vermont. I mean, because they just, they just won the upsets and everything. But I will say, in the UConn game, though, UConn traveled so many people that the majority of them were rooting for UConn in that game. So that was. This is going to be kind of the interesting thing, Sully. Arkansas, New Mexico State had, without a doubt, and I'm not trying to hate on anybody, but they had the least amount of fans of any other place there, just because of travel and all that. So I'm going to be curious to see what the crowd looks like in that upcoming game to see how many fans are there and if anybody's there going to be rooting for New Mexico State or how's that all going to go down. But uh, I think that would be pretty fascinating. I think people will be ready, right, rooting for Teddy. <laughs> They want to yeah. see Teddy go off, and uh, it doesn't have to hurt that Muss is over at the Bills facility today. So he's he's going for that uh, Buffalo sports stand, you know, and he may come out tomorrow with you know Buffalo shoes on, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo's <laughs> Buffalo's favorite coach. You never know, and uh, uh, it, 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 you know, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, it's a uh, you know, people love that one player that kind of transcends the game or something. And last night. Teddy Allen took more bad shots, <laughs> but some of them went in. He got fouled, and uh, he won the game for for New Mexico State. If you were just watching them last night, you'd think they had no other players but that kid, you know. But they had a pretty good season. They were twenty seven and six. Not not a great schedule. They did beat Davidson, and um, I, I thought last night they were as good as Connecticut. It wasn't like it was a big fluke, and um, it, you know it's just a great draw for Arkansas. And uh, you just take care of business. Hey. And you get a good seed. 
because you got a chance when it's a five versus twelve, but you're at eight nine. You're probably your number. Your opponent, your one, isn't going to lose to the sixteen. You know, but you got a chance when you got a high seed, and we saw it last year, and we saw it this year. That there's a great potential for an upset. And look at Murray State staring the same thing down. Oh, that was a, just a shocker. A two and a fifteen with Kentucky. I mean, St. Peter's. Uh, their big, big road, the big non-conference wins were over like Nyack and Long Island University, and their their gym. I mean, it it, it wouldn't it wouldn't you know be they wouldn't allow it like the six uh, A Central that gym. Yeah, that's the thing about this tournament. We try to break it down as much as we can going into it because. There was a lot of talk about Murray State, if they were able to get past San Fran, that now they play the big in-state team, Kentucky. Well, Murray State advances and Kentucky doesn't, so it just goes to show that we don't know what's going to happen in this tournament, and uh, it was just it was a, a testament to uh, St. Peter's being able to step up big in a, in a game against a team like Kentucky that nobody's giving them a chance. Yeah, I don't think that happens to us either because I think if we're up six with three minutes to go, we function pretty well at the end of games. We hit free throws and we, we, we try to drive it to the hoop. Where Kentucky didn't function well at winning time. And that maybe if, you know, they're so, such a new squad. And, uh, but you're right. If you think you can predict this thing, uh, think again. You know, <laughs> look at how many close games there were last y- yesterday and how many one play here or there decided those games. And, um, and you just don't see it when you look at the two teams. It is so hard to predict this tournament. It's all about matchups, who's hot. Um, who would have, you know, Teddy Allen, What he had a high of 30 this year, and I don't know who was against, but who would think the guy would pop for 37 against Connecticut? Yeah, in fact, uh, we had on Adam Young, the uh, voice of New Mexico State, on in the last hour, Sully, and I kind of put it to him and asked him, be like, so, he leads the team not only in scoring but in rebounds. So is the way to stop this team is to stop him. And he pretty much said, "Yeah." So I know that Mus is gonna you don't have to respect everybody else, but it seems like the the way to beat New Mexico State is hey, just don't let Teddy Allen go for thirty five plus, and you'll probably be in a really good position to win. Yeah, and and the best thing about that is a lot of guys, a lot of teams have to put. He's a he's a six six guard. So they're putting their guard generally against Teddy, Teddy Allen, who are six three. We're going to put Tony, who is a is, is a blend between a forward and a guard. And there hasn't been a player he's matched up that he hasn't given problems this year. You know, so I feel really good about that matchup. And um, you know, Teddy Allen has been shut down in in one of those conference final games. He had only twelve points, and he didn't get off many shots. And uh, you know, they did win the game, though. This is not a bad team. I mean, they, any team that goes 27-6, and six, I don't care who you play. Uh, and they played Davidson, and they played a few others. And um, uh, so they're not all Teddy Allen. But if you watch the end of that game, they were pretty much all Teddy Allen. And he's going to – he's a cocky player. You know, he's played for like five schools. So Teddy's going to – Teddy is going to launch his shot tomorrow. And, and, and you know the one thing, he throws up some 30-footers. And if they miss, they rim out. The dude's got an NBA game. So it'll be interesting to see tomorrow, but I don't think uh, I'll be stunned. But 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 if Teddy just shoots us out of the tournament, and in that game against Davidson, uh, they did have four players that went for double figures. Teddy Allen, twenty-one points, so he had a good game, but not a great game like he had the thirty-seven. So it does show that they're capable. 
But, um, yeah, you know, I'm with you, Sully, as far as you would think that Arkansas, they have a great chance of winning. And even if the game plan for New Mexico State is to stop J.D. Note, then we have a lot of other players that are capable, especially with the way Stanley Amude is playing right now and Devo Davis and, and others getting into the mix. Yeah, it's discouraging for an opponent. And we've seen it how many times when Note gets two fouls and sits out a significant part of the first half and other teams don't increase the lead or grab the lead. And that says something about the other players on the team. And, uh, hey, uh, Chris likes, uh, the announcer said it best. You like him sometimes, you don't like him other times. But he didn't shoot the ball well and he was a little scary, but I thought he gave him some great minutes and I thought he defended very well. He caused problems. And that play at the end of the first half was huge. Uh, him breaking out and getting those two free throws. And, um, I thought likes gave them decent minutes when they needed it last night. And um, they're just, it's a credit to the other guys that, you know, it's been good for this team that Note's been in foul trouble and we've still been able to function. And that's that's hard to do. And, and, and at a point yet in the second half, I was really worried about, can we get that once, probably once a game, where I was, when they were in that midst of that 12 0 run, I was saying, how are we going to score points? Because Note was out with three fouls, and we weren't really doing anything offensively. We weren't getting it to a mood A. We looked really bad. If you go back and look at that 12-0 run, it was really bad offense from Arkansas during that run. So I don't want to look too far ahead, but since we will, because uh, we have you on this day on Friday, and we won't uh, have you on until next Friday, but if Arkansas is able to beat New Mexico State, go to the Sweet 16. Gonzaga and Memphis, they'll play the winner of that game. I don't think it's a guarantee Gonzaga wins. I think Memphis is perfectly capable, but between the two teams, do you have a preference on who you'd rather play? Do you think it'd be more fun to play another team? What would you make of that potential matchup? I'd rather play Memphis. (laughs) Let's play Memphis. (laughs) Let's play Memphis. I I don't know. You know what? I consider Gonzaga a blue blood, and uh, they've been there so many times, and we're traveling west. I'd rather play the team that's, you know, uh, Memphis that's been up and down and they got talent, but they've been all over the board this year. And, um, but you know, but I think if you look at the two games, I feel better after watching that first round and you really can't make anything out of the first round because it's all about surviving and advancing. But I would think Arkansas has a better chance of taking business against New Mexico State than they have against Memphis. I think the Memphis is more dangerous than New Mexico State. Sully, who impressed you so far in the NCAA tournament as far as team-wise? Any, anything yesterday that stands out or, or maybe from today so far? Well, I thought Tennessee, but, you know, they'd be Longwood. They sound like a tennis club. You go to Longwood Tennis Club to play. I don't know. They, they look really good. They shot the ball well, and they, they defended well, and, um, but it means nothing. I mean, it's all about surviving and advancing. It's, 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 style points don't count in the NCAA tournament. I mean, you can look bad for two or three rounds and just win. I really thought last year, uh, did Arkansas really play well or offensively in any of those games, and they still advanced the Elite Eight? And I, I really thought last night they played well. They played pretty well. I, I was happy with the way they played, and they beat uh, a good Vermont team. So I think that was a good start for them. And, uh, you know, the one thing, you know, we're, we're going heavy minutes, you know, 40 for a Mude. And Tony, but that's the way must roll. 
And these guys didn't look any worse for the wear at the end of the game. Well, Sully, we appreciate you joining us as always. Have a great weekend, and hopefully we're catching up with you next week talking about the Sweet 16, my man. All right. Well, you get to a Sabres game there. Are they home or anything? You know, you got a chance to get to a game tonight or tomorrow? Yeah, I checked. I think the only time that they would be here is when I'm on my way home, so I don't think I'm going to be able to have a chance. But uh, although I'm going to continue on my Buffalo wing trek, see if I can find the best wings in town. There you go. Well, you have fun, buddy. All right, I will do. Appreciate it, Sully. We got more Out of Bounds.